Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the brand new Holly Springs Studios in North Carolina. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about how a criminal, a career criminal, who has over 200 arrests and who also has at least four open cases for further crimes that he has committed, was released by a judge, believe it or not, and then he led the police on a stolen car chase throughout New York City, a very populated area. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Why is it that judges are releasing career criminals to roam the streets Even though that they know, and for example, in this case, the guy had over 200 arrests, the judge can see that. Judge apparently doesn't care, releases the criminal back on the streets, even though he has four more open criminal cases. And of course, the criminal does what he does best, he goes back to committing more crime. And of course, that's a a, a high-speed chase in an area like New York City, very dangerous for everyone involved. Obviously, the criminal doesn't care, he's got nothing to lose. And, of course, it ties up the police and all the people that have been inconvenienced. But apparently the judge doesn't care about any of that. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be reading an article from the New York Post. The New York Post is one of the oldest newspapers in the United States in continuous publication. It is published in New York City. It is an excellent newspaper. It focuses oftentimes on articles that discuss research and statistics. And, of course, that's what I particularly like to focus on. So I'll read you the article, we'll discuss it afterwards, and you can make up your own mind. What do you think about the fact that our judges are releasing career criminals that have over 200 arrests on their records? So here's the article. Headline in the article was published very recently on August 27th, 2023. Here's the article, quote, New York City ex-con with over 200 arrests and open cases in four boroughs was free to lead the cops on a wild stolen car chase, according to the New York Police Department. Here's the the text of the article. Quote, a paroled ex-con with more than 200 busts on his rap sheet and open criminal cases in four boroughs was free to allegedly lead cops on a wild stolen car chase that left two officers injured last week, the Post has learned. Quote, Joshua Padilla, age 29, managed to duck jail despite more than half a dozen criminal cases that are hanging over his head. While he's on parole, following a three-year stint in the state prison on a grand larceny conviction, the sources said. Interesting so far, isn't this? Quote, it's like he's Teflon, one law enforcement source said. Arrest, jail, prison, none of it means anything to him. That's what we're up against. But the career criminal described by the source as, quote, human carnage on wheels, had his luck run out on Tuesday, finally getting locked up, following another driving rampage in which he allegedly tried to evade the cops by jumping off a 15-foot overpass and stealing an idling van that he eventually crashed into a New York Police Department police cruiser. Quote, a vehicle with stolen plates entering New York City didn't stop for the highway patrol, the New York Police Department said in in a Wednesday post titled Wanted and Riding Dirty. Quote, so the New York Police Department 33rd Precinct cops and detectives assisted in tracking and catching a career criminal with 200 prior arrests and seven open arrest warrants after stealing a getaway car 
that didn't get him very far. At the time of his arrest, Padilla had open robbery and grand larceny cases in Manhattan, another open case in Queens, another open case in the Bronx, and another open case in Brooklyn, according to sources. In all the troublesome, ex-con has 201 prior arrests, not counting sealed cases dating back to 2006 on charges ranging from forgery, grand larceny, robbery, burglary, recklessly endangerment, the sources said. Padilla was now hit with a prison sentence of three to six years in 2017 after pleading guilty to grand larceny in a Manhattan case. But he was released on parole in 2021, and the sources said it has not deterred him. Quote, he steals cars. He commits robberies. He robs people. He robs banks. Anything assaults, one police source said. He behaves like a modern-day outlaw, the source said, adding. He is the revolving door. He operates with impunity. In his latest scrape with the law, Padilla was spotted driving a white 2021 Dodge Charger with stolen license plates on the Henry Hudson Parkway around 11.30 a.m. on Tuesday, according to the criminal complaint against him. Police tried to pull over the Charger, which was stolen from Staten Island on August 2nd, before Padilla allegedly crashed the car and took off running, leaving behind his 23-year-old gal pal. But Padilla wasn't done, jumping off a 15-foot overpass, stealing another vehicle, a 2014 Dodge Caravan that had been left idling near 155th Street and Riverside Park. Quote, he allegedly then crashed the stolen van into a New York Police Department patrol car, injuring two cops and taking off on foot again before he was eventually caught, according to the complaint. Treats were tre- cops were treated for minor injuries at Mount Sinai Morningside. Padilla was taken to Columbia University Irving Medical Center with a minor leg injury, and he was charged with two counts of fourth-degree grand larceny and four counts of fourth-degree criminal possession of stolen property. At his arraignment in Manhattan Criminal Court, the prosecutors asked Padilla be held on 35000 bail, but the judge instead set it at 25000 in cash or a $50,000 bond. So while Padilla remains locked up on Rikers Island in the Manhattan case, he also faces an open grand larceny charge in the borough from March 11th, the records show. He also has open robbery and grand larceny cases in the Bronx, stemming from incidents in November and December 2022, according to the records. And he's facing grand larceny and robbery charges in Queens from the incidents in March. Three of the Brooklyn cases he faced at the time of his Tuesday arrest were for charges including robbery, burglary, driving with expired plates for the incidents in November of 2022 and January and February of this year. But those cases have since been dropped, quote, because the victims were unresponsive, those cases could not be prosecuted. A spokesperson for the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office said in a statement, Padilla still faces an open trespassing case in Brooklyn. His court-appointed lawyer on the Manhattan case could not be reached for comment, and his attorney on the Brooklyn cases declined to comment, unquote. Well, there you go. How do you like it? What do you think about it? Here's a guy with 201 prior arrests, four open cases, Currently has four open arrest warrants. He's on parole after serving three years in prison. And what did the judge do? Well, they released him. So what did he do once he got released? Well, stole another car, led the police on a high-speed chase, injured two cops, then he stole a van. What are we doing here, people? This is going on all across America. Why do these judges not care? They don't care about my public safety. They don't care about your public safety. Now, we all know judges are pretty rich. They live in nice neighborhoods, way out in the suburbs, gated communities, 
you know, these high-speed chases probably aren't going to affect them directly. It's not their car that's being stolen, not their van being stolen. They're not the one that's getting a gun put in their face and their purse taken or their wallets taken. Odds are, and also in the courtrooms, the judges have armed guards protecting them. Nobody else does. So is it any wonder that the judges don't mind releasing these criminals again and again and again and again so that they can prey on all the rest of us? What are we doing here, people? Now, we all know that these judges are political appointees or they run for election with these two political parties. And we all know that both of these political parties are corrupt and no good. They've run our government into the ground. And these are the people that are selecting the judges. These are political appointees or they run for political election. In other words, judges are politicians that belong to one of our two corrupt political parties. So you have criminals running the criminal par- the, the criminal political parties, the two that we have, and they're appointing criminals to be the judges. And the judges are releasing other criminals again and again and again. And who's paying for all of this good fun? Well, folks, it looks like it's you and me, the taxpayer. And who's getting raped, robbed, killed, and stolen from? Once again, people, it looks like it's you and me, the taxpayer. At what point do people sit there and go, we've got a real problem with our judicial system. We have a real problem with these corrupt political parties. And quite frankly, we have a real problem with our government that has failed us so badly. My friends, what do you think this means for the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the brand new Holly Springs studios in beautiful North Carolina. Wishing you a great day.